RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm out as well. The headlines. Labour Party's Lao Shulai is considering whether to file an appeal over the rejection of her standing in by-election. The civil service chief declines to say if the political stance of job applicants will be checked. And Lam Chiu Yang is surprised by the large turnout for yesterday's protest against reclamation of Lantau. The Labour Party's Lao Shulai says she hasn't decided if she'll file an election petition over her barring from next month's Kowloon West Leshko by-election. She says she wants to focus on rallying support for a party mate, Lee Chukyan, who will run in her place. Ms Lau was deemed ineligible because she had previously advocated self-determination for Hong Kong. Critics say it's wrong to ban someone for views they expressed two years ago. Ms Lau was elected to Leshko last year but was disqualified for taking an improper oath of office. I'm still consulting the opinion of our lawyer and then we will have the decision later on. Maybe after the election because my concentration now is uh, chiefly on the election on November 25. After this uh, election, I think I will have a more clear-cut decision about this issue. The Secretary for the Civil Service, Joshua Law, has declined to say if the internal if an if the internal integrity check during a recruitment process would involve political stance. He was asked to comment after the chief executive Carrie Lam said in an interview yesterday that young people could prove the change of political stance by working in the government before running for office. Mr Law spoke through an interpreter during a LegCo meeting. I will not speculate here, but what is important is that after joining the civil service, all civil servants have to go by the civil service regulations and one of those is that they have to stand firm by the rule of law and they must be politically neutral. A former director of the observatory, Lam Chiu Ying, says he was surprised at the large turnout for yesterday's protest against large-scale reclamation or reclamation plans for Lantau. Police estimate more than 5,000 people took part. Mr Lam himself is very critical of the chief executive's proposed 1,700-hectare artificial island for housing. Mr Lam says he believes people are angry that the costly plan may bring irreversible ecological damage but fail to reduce property prices. My guess is that most people were triggered to participate in the demonstration because of the Lentau reclamation. But I also guess that um, a lot of them went because they were confused or frustrated by the absence of any visible measures to control the price of uh, real estate and any measure to make accommodation affordable. The Consumer Council has warned of buying second-hand tickets for concerts and sporting events through online platforms. This comes after the watchdog examined three ticket reselling platforms and criticised their sales tactics for fueling speculation. The council found that some tickets being sold on one of the platforms for pop singer Andy Lau's upcoming concerts are marked as $40,000, 40 times higher than the original price. Clayman Chan, a spokesman for the council, questioned if it's a tactic to create the illusion of high demand. The exorbitant price that the consumers are paying, however, is proportional to the level of services that these platforms should rightly provide. Consumer Council is of the will that buying from tickets reselling platforms will only serve to fill the speculation on the already inflated prices of big ticket events, and consumers should be discouraged from such transactions. 
Two men have been arrested on suspicion of trafficking $36 million worth of cocaine. They were alleged to have kept the drugs in a mini storage facility in Hong Hum. Police say most of the 30 kilograms of cocaine seized were hidden in paper boxes. A senior superintendent, Ng Kok Cheng, says the drug traffickers were taking advantage of the cheap and convenient service. It is very cheap in comparison with rental of residential premises. In this case, the monthly rental cost is only about $1,000, which compared to the rental cost of residential premises is much cheaper. And then the mini store, it is operated on a 24-hour basis. So that the clubist, when he get in the mini store to get the drugs for many occasions, it would not be very suspicious for them to enter in late hours. Following an unauthorized protest overnight, an independence advocate has submitted a petition to the U.S. consulate demanding the U.S. Congress endorse the Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act. The bill was proposed three years ago and would allow Washington to punish Hong Kong and mainland officials who suppress basic freedoms in the SAR. Wayne Chan from the Students' Independence Union was the only remaining protester outside the consulate in Central. President Trump says he accepts that the global climate is changing, but he doesn't know if is a, as a result of human activity. His comments in an interview with his CBS 60 Minutes program differs from the view he expressed during his election campaign that climate change was a hoax. I think something's happening, something's changing, and it'll change back again. I don't think it's a hoax. I think there's probably a difference, but it, I don't know that it's man-made. I will say this. Um, I don't want to give trillions and trillions of dollars. I don't want to lose millions and millions of jobs. I don't want to be put at a disadvantage. But he went on to say he thought the climate could change back again and that scientists' views can't be relied upon because they have a political agenda. South Korea's foreign ministry says the country's first national to summit all 14 Himalayan peaks over 8,000 metres without using supplemental oxygen was among the nine climbers who died on a Nepal mountain on Friday. Kim Chang-ho, four other South Koreans who have not been identified and four Nepalese guides were killed when the storm swept base camp on Jorahimal mountain. Their bodies were retrieved yesterday after weather cleared. Officials are still gathering details but rescuers say the climbers were blown over by blizzard-like wind conditions. Malaysian Prime Minister-in-waiting Anwar Ibrahim has sworn in as a lawmaker, marking his return to active politics three years after he was imprisoned for sodomy. The swearing-in ceremony followed his huge win in a by-election on Saturday in the southern coastal town of Port Dixon. The seat was vacated after a lawmaker from his party quit to pave the way for his political comeback. He was designated as successor to Prime Minister Mahathir Mohamed after the two men set aside a bitter feud and united to capture a stunning victory in May's general election. Germany's Chancellor Angela Merkel is facing questions over the future of her coalition after her conservative sister party lost its absolute majority in the state of Bavaria. Projected results suggest the Christian Social Union won yesterday's regional elections with only 35% of the vote. This year's user Monica Homier said the opposition's gains were down to cynical tactics. Two million people crossing Bavaria. This was really a situation, a really outstanding situation for the population. So the mistrust is very high and the fear that this could happen again is very high too. And this is misused by AFD and by groups, very right wing groups playing with the fear of the population.
The EU's chief Brexit negotiator, Michel Barnier, says an unannounced meeting with his British counterpart, Dominic Riab, failed to resolve key issues, including the problem of how to avoid a hard border in Ireland. His comments came ahead of an EU summit on Wednesday. From Brussels, here's the BBC's Adam Fleming. After his hour-and-a-quarter-long meeting with Dominic Raab, the EU chief negotiator Michel Barnier tweeted that despite intense efforts, some key issues remained open. Chief among them, the so-called backstop for the Irish border. It would keep Northern Ireland in the customs union and aspects of the single market if a future trade deal between the UK and the EU failed to prevent the reintroduction of a hard border. Mr Barnier's deputy said the same to a meeting of ambassadors from the other 27 countries. King Salman of Saudi Arabia has spoken by telephone with the Turkish President Rajib Tayyip Erdogan to discuss a joint investigation into the disappearance in Istanbul earlier this month of a prominent Saudi journalist, Jamal Khashoggi. Germany, Britain and France have called for a credible inquiry. The three countries' foreign ministers said that if anyone were found responsible, they should be held accountable. The British Foreign Secretary Jeremy Hunt said that if the Saudis had nothing to hide, they would cooperate. Now it is up to Saudi Arabia to show the world that all these stories that we're reading about in the press that are causing such concern, such huge implications for freedom of expression, freedom of the press, for the direction Saudi itself is taking as a country, show us they're wrong by cooperating and helping the world get to the bottom of what looks like an absolutely terrible thing. The United Nations is warning Yemen may soon start to face famine on a massive scale if the war continues and aid does not reach the population. The UN's resident coordinator to the country, Lisa Grande, says the crisis could turn into the world's worst famine in 100 years. There are 18 million people in the country who we consider to be food insecure. Of the 18 million, there are 8.5 million who every single day they wake up, they have no idea where their next meal will come from. We consider these people to be at grave risk of famine and starvation. If the war continues, we could be looking at 12 to 13 million innocent civilians who are at risk of dying from the lack of food. Congolese migrants fleeing northeast Angola say security forces there are conducting a brutal campaign against them. Many are small-scale diamond miners. Angola recently announced plans to disrupt illegal mining activity. Witnesses say Angola troops stormed Lukapa town and killed dozens of people. Julia Paravashini of Reuters told of some of the horrowing testimonies she'd heard. A woman, for example, told us her neighbour was decapitated by the police and the head was put in the middle of the road as a sort of scare uh, gesture to convince people to leave because these people were living there, some even legally. We saw the documents of people legally residing in Angola and from one day to the other were just forced to leave. A bear cub, which had a large plastic bucket stuck on his head for three days, has been rescued in the American state of Maryland. Wildlife officials trapped the young bear 
before tranquilizing it and then removing the bucket. The 45-kilogram animal was freed near a ski resort where a crowd watched it scamper back into nearby woods and rejoin its mother and sibling. Financial news and a short while ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,545, 258 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $45 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is standing at 112.07 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar 15 cents and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 27 cents. Now to sports, here's Adam Chung. We start with football. Christine Sinclair has moved a step closer to becoming the world's top international goal scorer. The Canada striker scored twice in a 7-0 win over Panama to secure a place for her country in next year's Women's World Cup in France. Sinclair now has 177 international goals to rank second on the all-time list among men and women. The former U.S. forward Abby Wambach tops the list with 184 goals. In Europe, a late Italy goal has relegated Poland in the UEFA Nations League. Details from the BBC's Alistair Ross. Italy picked up a first competitive win in more than a year thanks to an injury time goal from Fiorentina defender Cristiano Biraghi. Their 1-0 win in Poland relegates Poland from their three-team Nations League group and leaves Italy and Portugal fighting for top spot. Italy dominated the match but only made the breakthrough in the 92nd minute. Portugal beat Scotland 3-1 in a friendly without the absent Cristiano Ronaldo. Elsewhere, France and Arsenal defender Laurent Koscielny has retired from international duty after criticising manager Chirier Deschamps for his treatment while recovering from injury. He said Deschamps had called him once on his birthday while he recovered from the Achilles problem that forced him to miss the World Cup, but he'd otherwise been ignored. Baseball's American League Championship Series is all square after the Boston Red Sox held off the Houston Astros 7-5 in Game 2 at Fenway Park. Jackie Bradley Jr.'s three-run double off the Green Monster put Boston ahead in the third. The Astros threatened to come back in the ninth. Alex Bregman represented Houston's tying run but flied out on the warning track to end the game. Houston will host the next three games starting Wednesday morning Hong Kong time. Now we turn to American football. The Los Angeles Rams are now the only unbeaten side after week six of the NFL season. The Rams held off the Broncos 23-20 in Denver to improve to 6-0. They have a three-game lead in the NFC West over the Seattle Seahawks, who thrashed the Oakland Raiders 27-3 in a game played at Wembley Stadium. Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson threw for three touchdowns, while his counterpart Derek Carr was sacked six times. The crowd of just under 85,000 was the largest for an NFL game at Wembley. The Kansas City Chiefs had their perfect record dented by the New England Patriots in a 43-40 defeat. The Patriots have won three straight to overtake the Miami Dolphins for first place in the AFC East. The Chiefs dropped to 5-1. and And that's your look at sports. That's Adam Jones with the sports and that's the news from RTHK. Everything you are and everything that you do, we wanna thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, we wanna thank you. Come on. 
You ain't nobody got my back like you, a rep like you, or show a dog love like you. Somehow you turn my gray sky blue when I'm having a bad day. You get me through. I appreciate you and all the things you do. Plus I love and respect you too. And that's why I jump with mom every time when I'm cutting the song. I let him know you was gonna be on. I'm just trying to say thank you. I sit here thinking about you. If you weren't here, what would I do? Some hate you show that you love me On your mind all the time thinking of me That's how I know that you truly care Anything I go through I know you'll be there As long as you love me I ain't going nowhere Cause you're all I need I swear I really wanna How do I say thank you for the Things that you've done for me 